Hello everybody and welcome to the first in a series of special episodes of The Integrated Home. The coronavirus pandemic makes this an extraordinary time for all of us. As the podcast produced by the Home Integration Community, for the Home Integration Community, we believe we have a responsibility to share information and experiences to help you and your business through it. So that's what we're going to try and do. My name is Jeff Hayward. Welcome to The Integrated Home. My guest today, somewhere in a remote location near Cambridge, is Matt Nimmons, Managing Director of Cedia EMEA. Matt, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jeff. Good afternoon to you. So we're in week one of COVID-19 lockdown. How's it been for you? Yeah, obviously, it's a very uh, unprecedented uh, time that we find ourselves in at the moment, um, both personally and professionally. And how are you coping? You're working from home, I suppose, as is everybody within Cedia. Yeah, that's right. Um, in line with uh, the government measures that are in place at the moment, uh, where they're recommending those of us that can work from home to work from home. Uh, yeah, all the Cedia staff are remote working as we speak. So the office is still open and taking calls from members and dealing with inquiries and so on and so forth? Yeah, sure. I mean, it, it, it is still business as usual um, with our cloud-based communication platform that we have, uh, people can still phone the main office number and uh, be redirected to any of the team at their remote locations. And of course, all email inquiries can come in through member at cd.org and the team will be answering them um, in due course. So what precisely is Cedia doing to support members in light of the current situation? So yeah, we're doing a number of uh, initiatives to uh, support the community and our members at this time you know we appreciate it. it's very difficult for businesses and uh, we want to provide that reassurance that uh, cedia is there for them so if you were to go to our homepage uh, at cedia.net you'll see that we've set up a uh, coronavirus uh, resource center uh, whereby we're providing guidance for employers uh, employees all relating to covid19 um, and we've also put up some other uh, useful tips for remote working. So I understand that um, online training courses uh, are available now free to all members. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct, Jeff. Um, we've made all of our training uh, online freely available to the membership. And in fact, we've significantly reduced it for the non-members as well. We think it's really important at this time that we come together as a community and provide these resources uh, uh, freely accessible uh, to a, a wider audience. And there are webinars that are also coming down the line for members as well, isn't that right? Yeah, that's correct. Um, we're uh, scheduling, hosting two webinars uh, per week. Uh, and currently the schedule is right through to the end of April. Uh, and as each week goes by, uh, we'll be adding more content and uh, more webinars to that schedule. And in addition to that, uh, not to plug another podcast, but uh, Cedia also has their own uh, podcast. And we're now dropping two of those every week uh, on a Tuesday and a Thursday just to provide uh, more information, really, uh, in a timely fashion to the community, whilst many of us um, are working from home and perhaps not uh, conducting the, the regular work that we would do normally. And obviously, uh, it's played a, a, a bit of havoc with the event schedule that CEDIA runs. So um, do you want to just update members on some of those events that were planned to be taking place in the next uh, couple of months? Yeah, sure. Um 
the 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 next tech summit or our first tech summit of the year was due to take place on uh, March 31st. And some of you have probably have already um, seen the announcement, but we've uh, uh, rescheduled that uh, for the 4th of September. Um, and also we had a number of face-to-face -face training courses planned uh, for this month and through April. And the team has been busy uh, rescheduling those uh, for later this year. Excellent. Now, you mentioned that there is help available uh, from government and that links are available uh, through the CBA.net website, through that resource centre. But um, I know a lot of members uh, are anxious about whether they need to make staff redundant. And I think probably the, the headline um, piece of information that we need to point members to and anybody listening, in fact, who's in business but worried about redundancies is the coronavirus job retention scheme. Um, do you want to just say a little bit about that? So, yeah, basically the, the UK government uh, is looking to support small businesses at this time and uh, through their job retention scheme, they're going to cover 80% uh, of staff salaries up to a maximum of £2,500 uh, per, per employee uh, per month. Um, so we think that's uh, something worthwhile for many of our members to be uh, looking at um, as they make the difficult decisions uh, in the coming weeks. And from what I understand, employees are put on a temporary leave or what HMRC is calling rather old fashioned phrase, but they're calling it furloughed. Yeah, that's right. Instead of um, actually making people redundant during this period of uncertainty, uh, the government are effectively yeah, uh, allowing staff to be uh, furloughed is the expression they're using. But but whilst they're uh, not working, they are receiving some income to support them during this difficult time. Excellent. And this is definitely a grant. It's not a loan. All businesses are eligible. So please, if you're listening, look into that because I'm sure it will help you get through the next few months. And the other thing that's going to be really useful is uh, income tax and VAT payment deferral. What's the situation there, Matt? Yeah, from my understanding, um, VAT payments uh, will be deferred for three months uh, and will apply to any VAT due between the 20th of March of this year and the 30th of June. Excellent. And there's also impact for self-assessment payments for a number of our members or, or audience who might be self-employed. Yeah, that's right. Um, self-assessment payments um, on account that are due, I think, around the 31st of July of this year will be deferred until the 31st of January 2021. What about government help for the self-employed? Yeah, well, we've just heard uh, from the British government that they've announced some new measures to support those that are self-employed. Essentially, uh, the self-employed will now be able to apply for a grant of up to £2,500 a month to help them cope uh, during this crisis. Essentially, how it works is the grant um, is 80% of their average monthly profits over the last three years, and that's up to the value of the £2,500 per month. So it's great to see that the government has acknowledged uh, the self-employed and they haven't been forgotten. I think there's one thing I would like to say, though, um, just to note, is that uh, the money will not arrive, it looks like, until uh, the beginning of June at the earliest. So I think a lot of the self-employed still need to navigate the next couple of months from a cash flow point of view. Um, but nonetheless, it's great to see that they, uh, they've been supported um, at this time. 
And when that money does come through, is it going to be paid in stages or will it be in a single lump sum? Uh, again, from uh, the announcement this afternoon, it looks like it's going to be a lump sum. In terms of other business grants, uh, there is other access available and support, isn't there, Matt? Yeah, there's a couple of other things that we've been looking at, um, and I'm not sure if everybody's aware of, but um, there is a one-off cash grant, I believe, of £10,000 is available to all businesses uh, that are eligible for small business rate relief. So I think that's something to uh, to look into. And I know that the government has also uh, launched a business in- interruption loan scheme whereby uh, there's an ability to apply for a loan of up to £5 million. Um, and that's available uh, through the British uh, Business Bank. And I know that a lot of businesses will be raising their eyebrows thinking, oh, a loan, do I really need that when we're faced with such uncertainty? But it's definitely worth looking into. And the business grant is absolutely worth looking into because that is a grant and not a loan. So you don't need to pay that money back. And I think just to add, Jeff, from from my understanding, again, and and for those listening, this is only our interpretation. um, I believe with the business grant, um, businesses don't actually have to do anything. I think if they are eligible, um, they will be contacted directly about that grant. Yeah, I think that the mechanism from what I've looked into seems to be through the local authority and it will automatically get paid to all businesses registered for small business rates. So that is helpful. And I believe as well uh, that is due to come through in April. So hopefully not too long to wait either. That's right. So um, the other sort of thorny issue at the moment is building and construction sites. Um, What's the situation there? Well, at present, um, building and construction sites in the UK can currently remain open. Uh, The government haven't really given a clear directive as to whether they should be closing. Um, And essentially, we are waiting for further clarification really from the government on, on the status of these sites and what impact that would have on our members in terms of the ability to to go onto these sites and uh, carry out their daily duties. And I think the work that uh, home integration companies uh, carry out is so varied. It's difficult to say whether um, some of them might be classed as essential work, you know, if they're working on network infrastructure kind of installations, for example, but other areas like uh, audiovisual or home cinema may may not be classed as essential. So are they key workers or, or aren't they? Again, that's a very good question, Jeff. And that is something that we are trying to seek further clarification on. Um, I've sent communication uh, today uh, to uh, the Department of uh, Culture, Media and Sport, uh, stating the claim of the work of our community and, and, and what they're doing and to see if we can get some clarification of whether they are um, deemed to be an essential worker. I think obviously it's going to be down to the individual client as well, whether they'd be happy with somebody coming to site. So best advice is probably make sure you check with uh, your client as to whether they actually want you on the site, even if you are considered essential. Yeah, I think that's a, a great shout there, Jeff. I think um First and foremost, uh, we need to ensure that uh, the safety of not only your employees uh, at this time, but also from the customer's point of view, um, you know, and I I just recommend that people really follow either the NHS advice um, 
and and also the guidance from the government. What are the government guidelines on working in people's homes? Again, I've been doing a little bit more research uh, in the last few hours, and um, it would seem that work carried out in people's homes, and this is directly from the government website, uh, for example, those tradespeople carrying out repairs and maintenance, uh, they're saying that that can continue, uh, essentially providing that the tradesperson is well and uh, has no symptoms. I think it's important to mention as well that uh, the individual should be following the Public Health England guidelines, uh, maintaining two metres distance from any household occupants um, and are followed to ensure everybody's safety and protection in the home. Excellent. OK, so uh, hopefully that's cleared up a few questions that uh, that members and, and our wider audience might have had about what's going on. Is there anything else, Matt, that you'd like to say? I think, you know, I just want to reiterate, I think for all of us, we are going through a very unprecedented uh, pandemic at the moment, not just in the UK, but globally. And, uh, you know, we do recognise that it is a stressful time for business owners and their employees and their families. Um, and we just want to uh, be there for the community, provide access to information in a timely manner that will help them support them and make decisions uh, pertinent to their business. Um, you know, the CEDIA team, both here in the UK and uh, in our US office, you know, we are fully operational um, and we're here to support our members. So uh, all I would say is if anybody um, has any concerns or questions, uh, please feel free to reach out to the organisation and we will try and either point you in the right direction or give you some advice uh, from the understanding that we have. Excellent. Thanks, Matt. I'm sure that's that's going to be widely appreciated. So if you're a CEDIA member, CEDIA is there for you. Get in touch with them. They can help and support you. And do you want to read out that web address as well? Well, I think the easiest place to go really is if they were to go to cedia.net um, on that homepage, at the top of the page, there's a big red banner that talks about the uh, uh, COVID-19 resource centre. Simply click on that link and then it will bring you to another screen with all of the various um, links, um, not only to the UK, but to a number of other markets around the world where we have members. So North America, Mexico and India. Uh, and as well as there's some European directive on there as well. So, yeah, I would simply go to www.cedia.net or if you need to contact us via email, the simplest email really to go to is member at cedia.org and one of the team will get back to you as quick as we can. Brilliant. Thanks very much, Matt. Thanks for coming on. You're welcome. Pleasure. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. Thanks, Matt, for giving up your time today and for sharing that information with our audience. If you want to find out more about the steps you can take for your business, then visit cedia.net or click on the links available in the show information section with this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at InthomePod, on Facebook and Instagram at Integrated HomePod, and on LinkedIn at the Integrated Home Podcast. We wish all our listeners the very best at this difficult time. Stay safe and keep well. The Integrated Home is a Wildwood and Alfie Media production.